Guideline First Look Guideline for Surgical Smoke Safety by Lisa Croak The updated AORN Guideline for Surgical Smoke Safety provides guidance on surgical smoke safety precautions and control measures that can be used to establish a safe environment of care for perioperative patients and personnel. Surgical smoke is reported to contain toxic compounds, for example, hydrogen cyanide, toluene, bioaerosols, viruses, for example, human papillomavirus, HPV, potentially viable cancer cells, respirable particles 5.0 micrometers and smaller, blood fragments, and bacteria. According to Emily Jones, perioperative practice specialist and lead author of the guideline, the content in the updated guideline was reorganized to align with the hierarchy of controls from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health. Quote, This hierarchy promotes safer work environments by applying a systematic approach to identify and implement the most effective method to reduce exposure to the hazard of surgical smoke. End quote. She said, quote, Safe practices to consider as part of this hierarchy include eliminating the hazard, such as avoiding the use of surgical smoke-generating devices, substituting the hazard, such as using a different device or a lower-energy setting, using engineering controls, such as implementing surgical smoke evacuation and filtration, using administrative controls, such as creating policies and procedures, and using PPE, personal protective equipment, such as respiratory protection, end quote. She added that teams should implement the highest level of control possible to eliminate the hazard of surgical smoke, and if elimination is not possible, the team should use the next level in the hierarchy. The original guideline was first released in 2016, and the updated version will be available in the AORN eGuidelines Plus in October 2021. Smoke-Free Environment The section on establishing an environment free of surgical smoke was reorganized and includes both new and previously published recommendations. According to Jones, the recommendation for the perioperative team to determine a surgical smoke safety plan before each procedure during which smoke is anticipated was moved to this section to emphasize team communication, planning, and collaboration for surgical smoke safety. The plan should be revisited as surgical smoke management needs evolve, and all members of the team should understand the plan and have an opportunity to contribute to the plan. The evacuation and filtration devices and accessories selected should be based on the procedure and the anticipated amount of surgical smoke that will be generated. A smoke evacuation decision tool may be used to help with the evaluation and re-evaluation of surgical smoke safety needs. Quote, This tool is offered in the guideline update to assist teams with understanding which procedures may require a smoke evacuation device to evacuate and filter larger amounts of surgical smoke versus a procedure that may produce a small amount of smoke that can be captured effectively with a wall suction device and an inline surgical smoke filter, end quote, Jones said. Surgical specialists, for example, plastic surgeons, generalists, 
should collaborate with a perioperative team to assess different surgical energy devices or techniques that may generate less surgical smoke. Smoke Evacuation and Filtration The section that was previously called Smoke Evacuation was renamed Smoke Evacuation and Filtration. Quote, Smoke Evacuation and Filtration go hand in hand, end quote, Jones said. Quote, we added the filtration verbiage here and throughout the guideline, where appropriate, to emphasize its importance. End quote. The recommendations on filters used with smoke evacuation systems and medical surgical vacuums have been updated to include information about activated carbon filters. Surgical evacuation systems should contain an ultra-low particulate air, ULPA, filter with an activated carbon filter. For medical-surgical vacuum systems, an inline ULPA filter with an activated carbon filter should be placed between the suction wall connection and the suction canister. New recommendations were added in this section regarding smoke evacuation during minimally invasive procedures. A surgical smoke management system should be used during minimally invasive procedures. Minimally invasive evacuation equipment may include trocars, tubing, or accessories with ULPA and activated carbon filtration. Jones indicated that recent evidence suggests that trocars with built-in ULPA and activated carbon filters significantly reduce the concentrations of volatile organic compounds such as benzene, ethylbenzene, and styrene released during surgery. Quote, Volatile organic compounds remain a concern because of the potential for long-term health effects, end quote, she said. Quote, Including an activated carbon filter in combination with ULPA filtration in surgical smoke evacuation can help reduce the risk of exposure, end quote. Before trocars are removed, the insufflation gas may be filtered using mechanical desufflation or passive filtration. Quote, Filtering insufflation gas before removal of trocars may assist in minimizing exposure to surgical smoke contaminants, and although no current evidence demonstrates the presence of SARS-CoV-2 in surgical smoke, this approach has been recommended by experts during the COVID-19 pandemic to decrease potential risk, end quote, Jones added. Respiratory Protection a new section on respiratory protection was added in this update. It contains both new recommendations and recommendations from the previous version of the guideline. According to Jones, respiratory protection was separated out into its own section in this update to highlight the importance of PPE being used as secondary protection after effective surgical smoke management practices. Quote, Respiratory protection such as a surgical N95 filtering facepiece respirator, is the last line of defense against exposure to surgical smoke because it is likely the least effective according to the hierarchy of controls. End quote, she said. For this reason, PPE should be used only after evaluating the risk and attempting to remove, replace, or isolate the hazard with engineering controls. The recommendation to wear respiratory protection in combination with the use of smoke evacuation and filtration during procedures in which smoke-generating surgical devices are used on tissue containing HPV 
was changed from a conditional recommendation to a recommendation based on new evidence and expert consensus. A statement was added that no recommendation can be made regarding HPV vaccination for staff members involved in surgical smoke-generating procedures on tissue-containing oncogenic HPV types, for example, HPV-16, HPV-18. Respiratory protection also may be worn in combination with the use of smoke evacuation and filtration during open procedures involving the liver. Quote, This conditional recommendation was added because of new evidence suggesting that there are high concentrations of fine and ultrafine lung-damaging particles in surgical smoke from liver tissue. End quote, Jones noted. Quote, the effects of ultrafine particle exposure are thought to be cumulative. Therefore, teams should consider the types of tissue involved in the surgery and the procedure when determining a surgical smoke safety plan to prevent exposure to these potentially lung-damaging particles in surgical smoke. End quote. Conclusion Quote AORN believes that ORs in procedural areas should maintain a smoke-free environment for the safety of all members of the surgical team and for the safety of perioperative patients. End quote. Jones concluded. As such, this updated guideline highlights important surgical smoke safety precautions and control measures that can be used to establish a safe environment of care. Perioperative teams should implement the highest level of controls to eliminate surgical smoke before moving to the next level down in the hierarchy. For example, using a different device, using evacuation and filtration, implementing smoke evacuation policies, wearing respiratory protection.